Support for Across the Blue Ridge comes from Great Outdoor Provision Company, where staff members camp, hike, paddle, and climb, springing into the new season with styles from Patagonia and Cool. GreatOutdoorProvision.com It's Across the Blue Ridge, the great little show that nearly everybody loves. I'm Paul Brown. Fiddler Chubby Wise and Lee Highway Blues in a recording with Hazel Dickens and Alice Gerard from many years ago on Across the Blue Ridge here as we continue this week with our celebration of Women's History Month. Chubby Wise, as it turns out, who was a great fiddler with Bill Monroe and the Bluegrass Boys in their early days, was a big influence on this fiddler and bluegrass personality, Lori Lewis of California.
Lori Lewis and her bluegrass pals beyond the river bend on Across the Blue Ridge. Lori's been something of a fixture in the old-time and bluegrass music scenes. From California, she grew up in the Bay Area. Her dad was a classical musician, she said, as well as a doctor, and she was first exposed to traditional music in school. What really got me interested in folk music was singing songs in grammar school. We had a wonderful book of folk songs. And we had a teacher like once a week or something like that who uh, sang folk songs with us. As you think back to those days, do you remember what it was about the folk songs when you were in school that that, it, that appealed to you? Because they don't to everyone, you know. You know, I don't, I, I can't remember. It's just something that grabbed my ear. And I still remember many of those songs. They've, they've just stuck with me over the years. That prompted me to ask Lori Lewis when she'd first heard real traditional music. Uh, I would guess that my very first exposure was um, maybe through the Berkeley Folk Festival when I was a teenager. I was maybe uh, 13, 14 years old when I first went to it. And uh, I got to hear the, the, you know, the greats, uh, Doc Watson, Gene Ritchie, uh, Reverend Gary Davis. I mean, that, that it was an amazing conglomeration of folk musicians. I'm going away for to leave you, love. I'm going away for a while. But I'll return to you sometime if I go ten thousand miles. The storms are on.
Gene Ritchie and Doc Watson, 1963, at Folk City in New York City, two of the Southern Mountain musicians who influenced Lori Lewis of California when she first heard them as a teenager at the Berkeley Folk Festival in the 1960s. Another musician Lori mentions from the Berkeley Folk Festival in those days, the Reverend Gary Davis. Get together right now, yeah. Let us get together right now, yeah. Let us get together right now, yeah. Oh, let us get together right down here. Let us walk together right down here. Let us walk together. Right down. Well, well, 
Let Us Get Together right down here. That's the Reverend Gary Davis, the famed Harlem Street singer. And yet another influence on Lori Lewis, the California bluegrass fiddler, great singer, rhythm guitar player, and songwriter who is our guest this hour on Across the Blue Ridge. Lori played some violin when she was a kid at her dad's urging, her parents' urging, and said it really didn't get to her that much. She didn't, didn't care for it that much. And for quite a while, she quit playing music. Because my dad really wanted to push me into music, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to do what my dad wanted me to do. Now I look back and I think, those are, those are you know, uh, terribly wasted years, but oh well. She was studying modern dance, working at a studio. The husband of the person who directed the studio played bluegrass, suggested she try to get out her old banjo again, which she did, but then found out she had played violin and said, hey, you could play bluegrass fiddle. She hauled the fiddle out, gave it a try, and then her dad's influence reappeared in a very positive way. My dad had bought me at one point, just because I think he liked the cover, he bought me uh, an album of uh, Chubby Wise and the Rainbow Ranch Boys. And it was all this beautiful fiddle music by Chubby Wise, backed up by Hank Snow's band when he was playing with that band. And I loved that album. I mean, I just, I still have it, and it is just, it sounds like all the way through it. But you can still hear, it's a great album. Chubby Wise and the Rainbow Ranch Boys, Whistlin' Rufus, from the album that bluegrass fiddler Lori Lewis's dad gave to her. And around the same time, my sister was getting married and asked me to play music for the wedding. And I thought, well, I could learn a couple of these tunes off of the Chubby Wise record. And so I did. And that was the, that was the beginning of it for me. 
You know, I'm so often fascinated by the incredible twists of fate and chance that bring people to music and to traditional bluegrass, old-time music in particular. So that's Lori Lewis's story of her start. In the next section of Across the Blue Ridge, we'll find out how Lori Lewis became aware of Hazel Dickens and Alice Gerard, and what has brought her today to be releasing an album of Hazel and Alice repertoire. Stick with us on Across the Blue Ridge. Oh, and don't forget the fiddler, Chubby Wise, because he'll show up again. Support for Across the Blue Ridge comes from the Blue Ridge Music Center, presenting roots and traditional music with weekend concerts, midday mountain music, and the Roots of American Music Museum exhibit. Open May through October. BlueRidgeMusicCenter.org. And from Farm to Feet, 100% American, offering Made in America socks designed and manufactured in Mount Airy, North Carolina, using U.S. materials, U.S. manufacturing, and U.S. workers. Retail locations at farmtofeet.com. It's Across the Blue Ridge. I'm Paul Brown. We're back with part two of our show for this week as we continue to celebrate Women's History Month. And we're spending some time this go-around with Lori Lewis from California, a great bluegrass fiddler, guitar player, lead singer, band leader, and a songwriter as well. And she was telling us in the first segment of our show that uh, one of her big influences and possibly her very biggest fiddle influence was the late Chubby Wise, who fiddled with Bill Monroe in Monroe's early days with the Bluegrass Boys and beyond. Let's listen to Chubby here with Little Liza Jane. Chubby Wise fiddling Little Liza Jane on Across the Blue Ridge. We've been talking with Lori Lewis about how she got started as a bluegrass fiddle player, singer, songwriter, guitarist, and band leader. After she played for her sister's wedding, played her fiddle, she uh, produced an album of some of her own songs and tunes and found that experience so wonderful that she knew she had to be a professional musician full-time. But that left her with the challenge of playing bluegrass fiddle at the top levels, and it made her very, very anxious. Well, I have to tell you, it was terrifying for me, and I don't know why I kept doing it. But uh, when I first started playing 
bluegrass in a band rather than, uh, you know, old-time fiddle tunes at uh, with a old-time band or playing for square dances or something, which I had done uh, earlier. When I first started trying to take a solo on a bluegrass tune um, in a band on stage, I was so terrified that I would weep. <laughs> I mean, I would cry. And I had very long hair, and it would just, like, go, uh, you know, drape in front of my face, and I would just, like, screw up my eyes so the tears wouldn't fall and just try and play. And for some reason, I kept working to overcome that fear, but it was it was really, really hard for me to start playing bluegrass fiddle. And it still is very difficult for me to do. I keep trying to learn. These days I'm playing a lot of rhythm guitar rather than fiddle, and it's amazing how fast you lose your chops if you're not really on top of it all the time. Across the river and I lay down to sleep. I went across the river and I lay down to sleep. When I woke up, there were shackles on my feet. It takes worried man to sing worried song. It takes worried man to sing worried song. It takes worried man to sing worried song. Worried now, but I won't be worried long. chain around my leg there's 29 links of chain around my leg and on each link an initial of my name it takes worried man to sing a worried song it takes worried man to sing a worried song it takes worried man to sing a worried song i'm worried now but i won't be worried long judge to tell me what's gonna be the fine I asked the judge to tell me what's gonna be the fine 21 years on the Rocky Mountain line it takes worried man to sing worried song it takes worried man to sing worried song it takes worried man to sing worried song worried now but I won't be worried long If anyone should ask you who composed a song, if anybody ask you who composed a song, tell me and I'll sing it all day long. It takes worried man to sing worried words on. It takes worried man to sing worried song. It takes worried man to sing worried song. I'm worried now, but I won't be worried long. 
Worried Man Blues, Lori Lewis at her right hands. After she decided at age 36 to become a full-time professional musician and to play the bluegrass fiddle at the top levels, Lori and her bands set out touring to festivals, concert venues, teaching at camps around the U.S. and around the world. She said she overcame some of her anxiety about doing fiddle solos by simply becoming better, and she did that by channeling her hero. I have to credit my sort of uh, guiding star in bluegrass fiddle, who would be Chubby Wise. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. From that first album that I had, his sound was in my head. And um, when I started listening to bluegrass, the first album I got was um, a collection of some of Bill Monroe's earlier recorded what some people might call pre-bluegrass with Chubby Wise all over it. And um, I just started learning to imitate him. I started trying to play his solos, which are very simple but also extremely complex in the way that they bend notes and the timing of them, the phrasing of them, is really something that's very beautiful and it's very vocal. And um, I still sort of try and play like that. Chubby Wise right there, fiddling, with Bill Monroe and his Bluegrass Boys, 1947, the classic cut of Bluegrass Breakdown with Earl Scruggs on the banjo. Lori Lewis talking with us this hour on Across the Blue Ridge about some of her inspirations, others of whom were Hazel Dickens and Alice Gerard, pioneering women of bluegrass. Shaking hands and singing the song. 
until we meet where there's no more sad partings. Won't you come and sing for me? Sing the hymns we sang together, that plain little church with the benches all worn. How dear to my heart, how precious the moments we stood shaking Won't You Come and Sing for Me, Hazel Dickens and Alice Gerard. And you can hear that and many other songs on their album from Smithsonian Folkways, reaching back into their early recordings, Pioneering Women of Bluegrass. It's Across the Blue Ridge. I'm Paul Brown, and we've been talking with Lori Lewis, California bluegrass fiddler, guitar player, singer, songwriter, in this hour as we celebrate Women's History Month. Lori said that, unlike in many areas of the country, as she found out later, The bluegrass scene in the San Francisco Bay Area was very egalitarian. It wasn't the boys' club that it was in many places. And as we discussed her new album, The Hazel and Alice Sessions, she talked with me about how she became acquainted with Hazel Dickens and Alice Gerard. You know, I can't remember how I got a hold of their first album on Folkways, uh, Who's That Knocking? But um, (laughs) once again, it... I was instantly drawn to it because you know who the fiddle player was on it. It was Chubby Wise. So instantly I was I wanted to hear it, but I didn't hear it until maybe 10 years after it came out in the mid 70s, I'd say. Then it really struck me that oh there aren't other recorded women doing this stuff. It is all men. It hadn't really struck me before that. I mean, I was imitating Bill Monroe and Ralph Stanley and Ricky Skaggs and, you know, um, trying to uh, just be that bluegrass tenor singer. And and it, I don't know why it didn't, but it just didn't really occur to me that there weren't many women recorded versions of that sort of thing. And so when I heard Hazel and Alice I, it was a sort of sudden awareness that, oh, yeah, here are these women doing it. And they're playing with Chubby Wise, <laughs> which was pretty cool. A little girl took sick one evening as she
Hazel Dickens and Alice Gerard with Chubby Wise fiddling on I Hear a Sweet Voice Calling. We've been talking with Lori Lewis about the influence of Chubby Wise and Hazel and Alice on her career. Eventually, Hazel Dickens asked Lori to sing on a program honoring Hazel at the Smithsonian National Folklife Festival, and Lori became acquainted with Alice Gerard personally and produced Alice's album Bittersweet. This year, Lori releases a new album, The Hazel and Alice Sessions. And here, from that album, Train on the Island, which Hazel and Alice had recorded years before. Tatiana Hargraves on the fiddle here, Tom Rosam on mandolin, Patrick Sauber on banjo, Andrew Conklin on the string bass. On the Island, Lori Lewis and her right hands, their new album, The Hazel and Alice Sessions, drawing repertoire from that of Hazel Dickens and Alice Gerard. 
We'll hear more from this new album in the next segment of Across the Blue Ridge, right after the station break, and we'll talk with Lori about it, about the production of the album and how it came to be. That tune, Train on the Island, Hazel and Alice learned from the late Uncle Norm Edmonds of Hillsville, Virginia. He was a great fiddler at the old-time fiddlers' conventions, and he recorded that tune also back in 1927 at the Bristol Sessions in Bristol, Tennessee, known as the Big Bang of country music. We're back in just a moment after the station break. I'm Paul Brown. This is Across the Blue Ridge. Support for Across the Blue Ridge comes from the National Folk Festival, announcing its 2016 dates, September 9th through 11th in downtown Greensboro, North Carolina. Three days, seven stages, and more than 300 artists celebrate America's living traditions. No tickets required, nationalfolkfestival.com. And from the law offices of Timothy D. Wellborn, dedicated to helping clients and committed to community involvement since 1994. On the web at timwellborn.com. It's Across the Blue Ridge. I'm Paul Brown. We're back with the third part of our little visit together for this week. We've been hearing from Lori Lewis, bluegrass fiddler, about her career as a California-based bluegrass artist and band leader. Her new album is the Hazel and Alice Sessions with her band, The Right Hands, drawing from the repertoire of Hazel Dickens and Alice Gerard, two pioneering women in the history of bluegrass music. I asked Lori about one of the songs on the album, which I find very compelling, Let That Liar Alone. Hazel and Alice's version was very old-time sounding, very similar to what the Carter family had recorded back in the early days. version was quite different. The guitar playing by Patrick Sauber in particular sounded a lot like banjo master Earl Scruggs's fabulous fingerstyle guitar from the Flatten Scruggs classic era. And Laurie said that's just what the group had in mind. I just thought, well, I could hear uh, putting it in this rhythm uh, of a Flatten Scruggs gospel song and it really utilizes the strengths of our band because Patrick Sauber is a just wonderful Scruggs-style guitar player, as well as being a great banjo player. So as soon as I sort of hit on that, we went with it. And Patrick was all for it, and we just worked it out. Trouble. If you don't want to get in trouble, if you don't want to get in trouble, let that liar alone. 
Well, let me tell you people how a liar will do He's always coming with something new Steal your heart with false pretense Make out like he's your bosom friend If you don't want, you don't want trouble If you don't want to get in trouble If you don't want to get in trouble Then better let that liar alone from her new Hazel and Alice Sessions album. And the band made some real changes from some of the earlier versions and gave it sort of a bluegrass gospel swing along the lines of flattened Scruggs. Tom Rosam in the lead vocal right there. Another song on the album is Walking in My Sleep, which is an old-time and bluegrass standard. And in this case, Lori said that she was influenced by Kenny Baker's playing of the tune and she'd started to practice it and didn't feel entirely satisfied with what she was doing. There are a couple of other fiddlers on the album. One of them is Tatiana Hargraves. Lori said she asked Tatiana to play along with her, and the result was startling. She just blew my mind. She had she had just kind of pulled in all of that uh, beautiful Kenny Baker stuff and then mixed it up with her sort of old-time bent and revved it up to the, you know, we were doing it a lot faster than Kenny played it. It was so fantastic. I said, okay, you're hired. <laughs> you got the job. <laughs> I fired myself. Mm-hmm. 
Walking in my sleep, babe, walking in my sleep. Up and down that Dixie line, walking in my sleep. Pain in my fingers, pain in my toes, pain in my ankle bone ain't gonna work no more. Walking in my sleep, babe, walking in my sleep. Up and down that Dixie line, walking in my sleep. Walking in My Sleep, Tatiana Hargraves on the fiddle, Laurie Lewis and her right hands. The album, The Hazel and Alice Sessions. I asked Laurie Lewis how it felt to bring a new generation female fiddler into the mix on an album honoring two female pioneers of bluegrass music. It made me feel great to introduce her to uh, the, the bluegrass audience. You know, I met Tatiana when she was probably seven years old. Um, when we she would come to Bluegrass at the Beach, which was a, a week-long camp we held up in on the Oregon coast. I think that even though she got sidetracked off into old-time music, she has all this bluegrass fiddling in her brain from those early days at, at the beach. And when I asked her if she would play fiddle with us on a show we did out in Massachusetts... She said yes. She was very, very, very nervous about it. But we all loved it so much that I just started, I just kept haranguing her (laughs) to play with us. Well, here's another song that Hazel and Alice did years ago. It was called Cowboy Jim. Let's listen to their version for just a moment. Down in town, pal, good 
Lori Lewis said she actually forgot one of the chord changes on this, and she liked the result. Part of the folk process or the evolution of the song, as far as she's concerned. Out on the range I rode one day, I was looking for a cowboy gin. There I espied the girl that I loved, she was right in the trail with him. Won't you come down, down to town now, good times for me and you. Forget your old gal, you know she's cold, pal, you know she's been untrue. Cowboy Jim, Lori Lewis and her right hands from their new album on the repertoire of Hazel Dickens and Alice Gerard. I had one more question for Lori. It's really hard, I think, for a lot of people to do an album which might be perceived by most audiences as in some way a tribute and come up with a presentation of repertoire that that stands on its own, that doesn't sound like it's either a weak copy of what someone else has done or that just doesn't work as well as the original. Did you think about the risks involved in doing an album of this sort? Yeah, you might notice we concentrated mostly on 
the repertoire of Hazel and Alice's uh, first two albums for uh, Folkways. Part of the reason was that was the that was the material I was most familiar with and that I was in love with, but also um, it made it a little easier for us because, honestly, the the albums are a bit rough, and so it's it's easy to take something from one of those albums and um, polish it a bit, <laughs> if you will. Yeah, you can make something yes. new out of it. You yeah, can make you something can. new. And, and then when we started choosing yeah. repertoire, we purposely stayed away from uh, some of their better-known, oft-recorded songs like The Green Rolling Hills of West Virginia or West Virginia, My Home, things like that that have been done beautifully by other people. So you went to places that other musicians weren't going and perhaps uncovered some of these old gems and gave them a, a new voice and a new life. Yeah, we didn't want to do anything that would just be a sort of a Hazel and Alice cover. Although, I have to say, having said that, the one song we did that on is uh, James Alley Blues. Well, Laurie Lewis, thank you very much. The album is The Hazel and Alice Sessions, Laurie Lewis and the Right Hands. Laurie, we appreciate your taking some time with us here on Across the Blue Ridge. Oh, thank you so much, Paul. It's been a real pleasure to talk to you. I'm Paul Brown, and this is Across the Blue Ridge. Join us again next week. Support for Across the Blue Ridge comes from Great Outdoor Provision Company, where staff members camp, hike, paddle, and climb. Springing into the new season with styles from Patagonia and Cool. GreatOutdoorProvision.com